Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. This is our good news segment. Actually, it's our really great news segment. Because today, Amy Goodman is joining us here today, super travel expert, somebody that knows how to have fun in the sun and even beyond. She's nationally recognized, been on today's show, Rachel Way, Wendy Williams, The Talk, The View, you name it. She's been there. Why? Because she talks about things to help us understand that there is this harmony in life, having fun, traveling, doing the juicy stuff in life is what this is about, as well as working our butts off. Amy, great to have you. Oh, such a delight to be with you. I'm so excited. I like Jess. Look, this is one of these things that we need to just say to everybody out there, take a few minutes and have some fun. But how do we optimize this? You know, I'm a quadruple Sagittarius, so summer planning to me is something that I don't do that often, And yet, I understand what happens when you don't do it in the world we live in. So today, we've got a plan for the most amazing, amazing trip. Where do we start? Well, first off, I'm happy to hear about your personality type because there's (laughs) no need to panic. I'm really a non-panic traveler, and I really want to rest everybody assured that even if you're starting out right now, there are some of the best deals to be had right in this moment. So you can look forward to a wonderful, stress-free summer travel uh, by just beginning and clicking right now on Booking.com which is offering at least 15% off uh, with their great getaway sale for stays booked between June 1st and August 31st for destinations across the globe. And literally, they have over 5.7 million unique places to stay across every budget, from five-star hotels to villas, from apartments to farmhouses, chateaus to houses, and more. And you will always find accommodations to perfectly suit your summer travel wishes. Yeah, and actually, I'm I'm over there now because I think one of the things uh, that will stress people out, and correct me if I'm wrong, is if you think you're going to go wing it and go out there and find a place to stay, uh, my experience in doing that has been more than disappointment. And and what you're talking about is let's plan to have fun. And these are the tips you're sharing with us today. I'm sure you're going to give us a website, too, that people can go to to find out more. But this idea of planning and planning the travel and then booking.com for people out there, you know, isn't your message about let's have fun, leave the stress behind? You know, because so much of everyday life is filled with, it seems like stress. And I, you know, part of my job is to that. I love my job and that's, I'm very fortunate in that, but it feels like we're so tightly wound 
that when we finally do get to take a break, and Americans are kind of known for this work, work, work ethic, which is admirable. But when we finally get to take a break, you want to take a deep breath and, and really get to enjoy, get to enjoy that, that holiday. I, I got to ask you a question. I know we're going to talk about a lot of good stuff, but you know, look, you are out there. Um, I, I can't say enough about you and what you've done. How, how have you gotten to be this absolute travel expert guru? What was it about you and your life that, man, light bulb went on and said, oh, man, I want to be this. I want to do this. I want to help people with this. Well, I'm very fortunate in that. I mean, I consider myself a really well-rounded journalist, and I started in women's magazines. And, you know, when you start in one, we call we call them books, by the way, in the industry. Right. When you start at one yeah. book, and then you work for another book, and you work for another. And I've worked for some really amazing, amazing magazines. And through that journey, it's just quality reporting and being able to interact and interface with the public. And when you do so, and you do the hard work and researching um, and providing quality, user-friendly information, then there is a demand, right? So there's a demand for good quality information and getting the word out about great deals and also new things. People always want something that's new. What's the new? What's the latest? And part of that is sharing that with you today. Yeah. And you and I have something in common. It's about how we do what we do, whether it's a written story or reporting and translate that in the airwaves. And that's what today's about. So I want to just ask you, let's talk about people. They're getting ready. Look, they're saying like, Amy, help me. I'm getting ready to go. What do I need to know to go? <laughs> yes. It's a little rhyme. Yeah, it, it, no, it really, really is. So let's talk about road trips because the um, classic American mm -hmm. road trip is so ingrained in a part of our culture. And so many people actually hit the open road uh, this time of year. So first off, uh, check your tires, make sure that your luggage fits that you don't, I almost say pack and then unpack. So I, my children actually, I've trained them to pack their own bags. And then I kind of go through and we go through each, I literally go through each item and make sure that it's something that they actually need. Um, from there also, then we make sure that the technology is all in place, N not only technology, but old school text, like books and coloring books and for the kids, books, reading books for myself and make sure that you have entertainment for the entire journey, not just the first leg, not just for the middle leg, but also the return journey as well. So you have things to keep yourself entertained during that road trip. Then you also need to make sure you have the wheels to get you there. And the new 2020 Ford Explorer Hybrid is literally built for that next adventure. It is a non-compromised SUV that's expected to get an EPA estimated range of more than 500 miles between gas station Phillips. Wow. 500 miles. It could literally take you in one fell swoop to your destination in some cases. So you don't even have to stop, really. Um, wow. And it really is fitted for fun and family duty. So it has 4G LTE Wi-Fi for up to 10 mobile devices and Copilot 360, which is a suite of driver-assisted technologies that will simplify your journey around every aspect of your trip. And it has cup holders that are literally designed to fit juice boxes. So it's really family, it, you know, has the family in mind. And it's the first SUV with optional Michelin self-seal tires. So this means that it's designed to help you continue your journey and um, you won't have to like change a punctured tire on the side of a busy road. So safety is the underlying mind of this vehicle as well. Wow. And you know what? This is really important, this kind of information for people, because I think, Amy, what you're talking about really are things we don't think about. 
um, and are super important. And, y- you know, the situation is you don't think about it till you get in the situation and you're like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> yes. what is going on in my car? Yes, yes, exactly. Because Our, you don't want disaster to off-road your holiday. Uh, no. Uh, and you don't want, uh, you know, kids in the back totally bored out of their minds either. Yeah. Um, all right. Where am I going on my trip? Yes. So part of it is really matching what is best going to suit your uh, travel. And part of that is the what we call right fit destination. You want to pick the right place to begin with, whether you're a solo traveler or you're traveling with family and friends. And so if you're an American traveler, a destination rich in culture and cuisine, history and outdoor adventure, you really needn't travel far. They're um, really conveniently situated just north of the U.S. border of Maine is Atlantic Canada. It is a coastal Canadian region that features New Brunswick, Newfoundland and Labrador, Nova Scotia, and Prince Edward Island. Now, this area is really breathtaking for its coastline, features local characters and the freshest seafood, but this really is not all that the region is renowned for. Travelers can also hike pristine national parks. You can see kayak to the sandy beaches. You can set sail for whale watching and also discover amazing historic small towns and also experience the highest tides in the globe. Um, Also chase giant icebergs if you would. Learn to shuck an oyster and listen to authentic live music around every corner. So uh, this is really the best time of year to go because with warmer temperatures, and longer days, Atlantic Canada is like pristine this time of year. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is by far. And, you know, these are some of the things we don't think about in terms of how to be adventurous and have fun. Mm -hmm. And so what we're looking at is really planting a seed. I was listening to something this morning about planting a seed, and I think that's what you're doing because a lot of times you're right. We're so busy. We're not thinking out of the box. We don't even know that uh, we're in the box. Um, Here's the tough one. Now that I've gotten this, I'm planning, I got my road trip prep, I've got my location. The hardest thing to do is to say, I am worth the investment. How do we reward ourselves? Yes. And part of that, I always like to say, make sure that you set a budget and that you know also the financial landscape of your travel plans. I think it's very, very important to map this all out as well and realize that vacations are expensive and that you have a way way and means by which to pay for all of this. And there is a way to take the sting out of the vacation price tag. Um, Travel rewards credit cards are a great way uh, to help you pay. Literally, sometimes they pay for a summer vacation with points earned from everyday spending. And if you're looking for a best card to get this done, you can look beyond the traditional credit card players and PenFed Power Cash Rewards Visa Signature Card is one that's great because it provides all the benefits of an annual fee card but has no annual fee. And it has also offers 2% total cash back off of all your purchases if you are wow. a PenFed Honors Advantage member. So that's great also. It also allows you to earn unlimited cash rewards when you're purchasing, you know, everyday items like gas, groceries, entertainment, when you're paying your bills and everything else. And these are cash rewards literally that you can use towards your next summer vacation. So it's very simple, offers real value that adds up quickly when you're making travel purchases, even overseas. So some of those travel benefits include like no foreign transaction fees and no spending caps or hidden fees when 
you are literally away. So. Wow. Uh, Thank you for this. Look, I know you've got to run uh, two things. How can people find out more about everything you've just talked about? And Amy, one last question. I'd love to know your personal message, what you'd like to leave us with today. And thank you for doing what you do. Oh, gosh. You know, so first you can go to betterstufforlife.com to learn everything that we discussed today. And I will leave you with this. I find that every time I travel, it just gives me a different perspective on life, no matter how much and no matter where I've been and no matter how much I think I know about the world, it opens up my my personal perspective to enrich my writing, um, give me a different sense of people in the world. And I always come back refreshed and rejuvenated and ready to go. I love it. And, you know, thank you for this, because I am getting ready for. Uh, the table tennis championships that's over in France. And in order to get ready, I got to go to like a million places and tournaments in the United States. And I'm already looking at booking.com to do that. So thank you for that. That is brilliant. I wish you the best of luck. And that sounds so (laughs) fabulous. I'm just thrilled for you. Thank you. And Amy, you're a rock star. Thank you for doing what you do. Amazing. Right back to you. Thank you so much. All right, everybody, we're going to take a short break. Come on, let's have some fun this summer. Thanks to Amy Goodman. Everybody, we'll be right back. Call the Oprah of radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Basile is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit thedrpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com for listening times in your area. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome. Look at how many years have you all, like 15 years doing the show, but how many years have you all been having me talk about vitamin E? Like, you're so tired of it, right? But guess what? There's a new study out, a new study for a unique form of vitamin E. Okay, this is more than exciting. Yeah, I am so thrilled. Dr. Barry Tan is joining me here today, one of the world's most foremost leaders, experts on vitamin E. And what we're about to tell you is so exciting. It is breakthrough. Dr. Tan, thank you for joining me here today. This is super exciting, isn't it? Yes, good morning. Glad to be in your show. Thank you. Um, Look. People have been hearing about vitamin E, but not in the way we're going to talk about it today. Brand new study. I love studies. Brand new study out of the gate. I am a researcher as well. Let's talk about the study. Give us the background on the study. Then let's talk about what the study uh, revealed. Okay. Um, Vitamin E has been known for a long time. (coughs) This study was funded by the Danish government. They are ranked the best healthcare system, one of the best ones in the world. Yeah. Yeah, the reason that they funded this study was because the special form of vitamin E, tocotrienol, fulminato, has so much success in preclinical trials. (coughs) Excuse me. Yeah, well, tocotrienols, yeah, tocotrienols, what we're talking about, and this is really, we'll probably come up with an acronym or we'll probably come up with abbreviation for it. But this is really 
This is a phrase, everybody. I want you to remember tocotrienols. Yeah. And we're going to give you a website on this, which is barrytan.com. Uh, but this is, ready? This is the, the, the research that's not only game changing, it's life changing, right, Dr. Tan? Yeah, this is <clears throat> because this is not the commonly known vitamin E. And the reason that the Danish government considered to do this <clears throat> is because there are so many preclinical trials, but nobody is stepping up to the podium to do clinical trials. So about six years ago, they decided to do this and funded this. So the very first <clears throat> of the five studies that they've completed is terminally ill ovarian cancer patient. Wow. So one group is on uh, chemo drug. The other group is exactly the same, except that they have anatotocotrino added. In short, the life expectancy double, and there are no uh, known side effects attached to the study. They published it two months ago. This is nothing short of miracle. Were anatotoco try not to be a drug, it would be all over the news. But because it's not, nobody picks it up except for radio station yeah. and people who care about supplements like yourself do so in your show. Yeah, because people like me, Dr. Tan, just so you know, mm. we uh, when I got very, very sick in 04 with the mystery disease, six months after I started the show, the entire focus of what I did changed. I became so curious. I researched. And that's why we have to get the word out, right? That's why we have to take back these conversations to share it with people. So where, where does this, where does tocotrienol come from? Where does this come from? It comes from a plant called anato. And the anato is not a strange plant. If you go to a health food store and you buy a hunk of cheese, yeah. that uh, yellowish-orangey color, that's anato color. So when we extract it, we remove the color. And how did I stumble on this? There are 50 million chemicals on, uh, on Earth. So I'm actually fortunate. Yes, I'm science-led. Yes, I'm a learned person. However, life has many other things that are not, there are certain dipodists. I just happened to be in the right place at the right time, and this is one of them. I happened to be in South America looking for something else in the Amazonia, and then I found this anato plant. It's a part. If you Google, your audience Google, A-N-N-A-T-T-O, it's a very lovely-looking plant. It just has a pot, which is a, which is a fruit, and when the pot opens, it's got no flesh. Everything, when you ask, but how does the fruit taste like? They describe the succulency, they describe the taste, they describe the sweetness or tartness, but this fruit has no flesh. So you just have to see it. And the color, and the color is the carotene. Instantly, I know that the carotene must have a very powerful antioxidant that protects it. I have no idea it was a toco trino. I thought it was a polyphenol that is found in the plant kingdom. So when I found out that it was a unique kind of tocotrienol. I knew that this would mitigate many chronic conditions. That was 22 years ago. Of 10 years after I got into tocotrienol, then my last 20-something years was my fate. It was arrested and we studied the tocotrienol left, right, and center in every direction. Cancer is a big one for us. 
but we also study many other chronic conditions, Dr. Pat. For example, for women, we study postmenopausal women, osteopenia, when the estrogen drops before they get to osteoporosis, and then obesity, overweight, diabetes, prediabetes, like that. And most recently, we're studying people with fatty liver disease. Fatty liver disease mm. is a tsunami coming to America. Yeah, it is. People are being like that. So we are studying all this, and it works systematically in all of it. I know I don't want to steal the thunder away from the Danish clinical study, but we study on chronic conditions. So this is this is only happening with tocotrienol, and specifically with anatotocotrienol, not the generic tocopherol, that most of them fail. If you look at the study in 1980 and 1990 done in Harvard Medical School, they all, at best, they fail. And at worst, it may do some harm. So, but to be try, you know, we, I systematically ask the people, <clears throat> when you document the health effect, can you also show that it does not do harm to the patient yeah. and to the people in the subject. They consistently do it, and they reported like this, a uh, study on ovarian cancer, there were no side effects. Well, but but here we are, and 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 let's make sure everybody goes to your website, barrytan.com, B-A-R-R-I-E-T-A-N.com. Okay, a couple of things that I was really struck by is I was struck by the research findings. Uh, uh, wasn't this from the Karolinska Institute? Uh, I, I was I was struck by the research findings on the brain and how to boost brain health. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Uh, uh, this cancer study is done in Denmark. The Karolinska Institute thing is done in Sweden. Yep. Then that one, they're studying people with dementia and Alzheimer's disease. Clearly another chronic condition. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, we they, they show that people who are normal elderly the level of vitamin E in the brain and in the blood is at normal level. Mm -hmm. Those are dementia, the amount of vitamin E is lower, including tocotrienol, and then for the one in Alzheimer's disease, they're the lowest. But they document all vitamin E were lower. So therefore, it's not distinguishing the tocopherol and tocotrienol. So from that, we go back anytime and we are not sure, we don't do any more clinical study, we go back to animal study. And in animal study, we now documented it. Unshared by tocopherol, which means we try tocopherol, ain't working. But when we do tocotrienol, they're able to have memory coming back. So we have published this, other people have published it. So we are getting very excited about this now because Alzheimer's disease is a very emotional disease because Americans are living longer and right now no drugs is working. We see figuring out what to do with it. So in our animal study, it's showing promise. So that one, our next step would be to do a clinical trial to see if we will increase their memory and delay the onset of dementia. So that's coming. Well, and that's that, a study was prompted by the Karolinska Institute yeah. study that was published about three, five years ago. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You know, Dr. Tan, you have been an advocate, a spokesperson uh, for over 35, for 35 years about vitamin E. What, why is this so important to you? 
is so important to me because like this one here, I'll capture it in this way. Yeah. In, in the human body, we have about 38 trillion cells. That's a big number. It approximates to 5,000 times the population of the world like that. Each cell is wrapped with a cell wall and the cell wall is laden with fat. It tend to be oxidized, can go rancid and the perfect Antioxidant. Most people don't know it. The perfect antioxidant that coexists on the cell wall is the vitamin E molecule. No other antioxidant sits in the cell wall happily except a vitamin E molecule. And a vitamin E molecule looks like a tadpole. It's got a head and a tail. And the tocopherol, the head is bigger, the tail is longer. The tocotrienol, the head is smaller, the tail is shorter. Translated, the meaning of that is this vitamin E molecule spin around the cell to capture oxygen radicals so that the cell wall is not rancidified. Very simple, like that. But the tocotrienol, the tail is shorter, so therefore it anchors less deeply, so it spins around the cell much faster, to be exact, 50 times faster. That is the reason why tocotrienol uh, is 50 times more potent than tocopherol. That had been there in life. Once I know that unchangeable fact, I decided to stay with studying tocotrienol. Now, after 35 years, the last five years in particular, we did so many clinical studies, and one by one is bearing out the answer, either on inflammation, on oxidative protection, uh, on cancer, on metabolic syndrome, and even on fatty liver disease, and on postmenopausal uh, women with osteopenia. It, it, this is an exciting day. And remember, at the end of the day, it's not a drug. It's a supplement. Right. If, I were to be, if I were to be part of a pharmaceutical company, they were pumping gazillion millions of dollars. I don't have that. And because I don't have that, I got this long. This is my lifelong passion. I do not want this tocotrienol to be a drug. I want it to be a supplement. I want it to be inexpensive. I want it to be readily usable by as many people as needed be, and it would not be a cost issue. Yeah, and I got to tell you, Dr. Tan, you've actually done all of that. And I want to thank you and honor you for that. How can people find out more about this? But also, I, people are going to want to know how they can get the product. But tell us how they can yeah. find out more. Come on. This is great. Okay. And you can do both at the same time. Right. In, in, the, in the West Coast, you can buy from Allergy Research Group. They've been doing this for a long, long time. On the East Coast, Designs. For health, plural designs for health. So, allergy research group or designs for health. If this thing doesn't stick, you come to barrytan.com, B-A-R-R-I-E-T-A-N.com, and then and then because we're doing a radio now, if you type uh, the code word radio, I just finished writing a book, The Truth About Vitamin E, to the general public. It's too long in the waiting. I should have done it a long time ago. I did it. So, if you type the code word radio, we'll send. Uh, this is a label of love. I'll send yeah. to anybody to write in a free copy of the book, and in it will describe other conditions, more detail, how much to take, where to buy, and also e-store like that, the whole ball of wax. I love it. Dr. Tan, last question. What's your personal message? What do you want to leave us with? And thank you for today. Yeah, the personal message would be that this vitamin E is not just a vitamin. It is because it protects yourself 
the take-home message is this plant, Anato, is a one-plant wonder. I'm privileged to touch on it. And the Toko try to protect yourself. So if protecting yourselves is protecting yourself, it's as basic as it comes. So please consider taking Anato Toko Traino, even if you have normal health, so that to protect yourself from the aging process. That's my take-home message. I love it. Dr. Tan, everybody. I'm Dr. Pat. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to transformationradio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. Hey, everybody. Listen, if you're like me, every once in a while, you're turning on the news or you're listening and you're listening to hear what is going on in the world of economics and markets and trade and you name it. Gene Goldman joining me here today, Chief Investment Officer, Director of Research, Zotera Investment Management. And you know what the deal is for today? The deal for today is to take a look at where we are, where we're going, and what sense does this make from one of the leading experts in strategic direction and growth and that's what this is about. Thanks, Gene, for joining me here today. Thanks, Dr. Pat. My pleasure. Hope you're doing well. Doing awesome. Doing awesome. Look, <laughs> if you're like me, you've gone to school, you probably got some kind of education, maybe a bachelor's, maybe not, but you had to take the uh, dreaded economics class. And you walk <laughs> out of there and you're still scratching your head. And so here, that's why you're on the show today. Many people I, don't quite understand. Tell us the good news and the not so good news. Where are we with the markets? Where we're we going? Totally, totally agree. Some of the some of the stuff we learned in economics is just all mumbo jumbo. So <laughs> you get that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we so the good news is we just finished our mid year outlook and what we've called it, we're calling it mixed signals. And you know, mixed signals is it's true. The economy right now, the economy looks great. You know, we're seeing you know, a 50-year low in unemployment. We have 1.6 million more jobs available than people looking for jobs. And this has been for 14 straight months more jobs than people looking for jobs. Um, you know, people are spending money. Wages are, are coming up slowly. But at the same time, though, you're seeing some weaker data. Manufacturing data is slowing down. Services data. So while data is cooling, we're still expanding. The data is cooling. Second of all, the stock market valuation it's pretty high. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's up there. It's up there. And earnings growth is expected to weaken in the second quarter and the third quarter. So that could put pressure. And the other mixed signal that we're seeing is the treasury, the treasury yields. Okay. So everyone talks about um, the inverted yield curve. What this means is that short-term rates, like a one-month and a two-month, are trading higher than long-term rates. And that's a, that usually suggests that the market is concerned with some bad news coming down the road. But at the same time, and this is the mixed signal, in the bond market also, you look at risky debt, like high-yield bonds. They're trading a very tight spread to Treasury, suggesting there's great news coming. So it's lots of mixed signals right there in the markets today. 
Yeah, it, it, it is. And I think one of the things to talk about, and, and, you know, this is an area that I love to look at, you know, with my background is, you know, the psychology of money. And what I mean by that is that it's going to be difficult for the generation that went through 2007, 8, 9, 10, 11, whatever you want to call that period of depression, right? Economic downturn, you know, people losing their homes. It's going to take a bit, almost like an over aggressive result to give people confidence and trust, isn't it? Because that's really what we need to build here. We have to build some kind of trust in what we're doing financially. I totally agree with you. I think the Great Recession, you know, from 2008 to say 2009 or 10, that was a tough time for us because a lot of new investors came to the market, immediately they saw a sharp decline in values. But the good news, and I'm going to give a personal example. You know, my mom, you know, as part of the real estate crisis in 92, 92, 93, she lost her home. And, you know, now that she's back in investing in real estate again, because at the end of the day, things happen. But long-term investing, long-term focusing, the home is important. So I wouldn't let a 2008 recession kind of change mm-hmm. your, your listener's psyche. But instead, and keep in mind, the long-term average of the stock market is 9.3% since 1933. So we will have some ups and downs. But the good news is that we continue to be a more stable foundation. For example, going into the Great Recession, we saw a huge you know, a huge oversupply of homes, causing a lot of pressure yeah. on home prices. Today, yes, we have some pockets of strength in the East Coast and the West Coast, but at the end of the day, we're not like we were back in 2007, no. 2008. No, we're not even close. <clears throat> we're not even close where I live in the Pacific Northwest. I mean, the bottom line for us is uh, the demand is so great and the supply is very low. So we're actually in almost an inverse relationship. I want to ask you a question. You really are on the pulse of this. You're on the pulse of it. Uh, what, in your opinion, is the effect of trade, trade tariffs, the perception of this? You know, this is a new word for us right here. I mean, it's not new policy, but everybody pretty much, unless you're like not paying attention, is hearing the word tariff. And many of us don't actually even understand perhaps what that means. No, there's, you know, and there's a famous economist, Ad Smith, who warned about trade wars long, long time ago. And he's probably rolling in his grave today saying, what is going on with these trade wars? And and unfortunately, the trade war, let's let's talk about you and I and your listeners. So the trade war, unfortunately, you know, prices have risen. You know, you look at, you know, a tariff that gets added to a good coming into the United States from China. So you add a you add a tariff, you increase that cost, and you and I pay more. The problem is that, is that some, I'm not saying all, but some American companies that were competing with these companies, these ones with higher expensive goods, they've also raised their prices to match those tariffs. So instead of keeping the prices where they were in order to um, increase market share, what they've done is actually matched prices on these tariffs, these more expensive tariff goods. So unfortunately, you and I, pay for those goods and your listeners pay for those goods too. the increased price. So that's, that's difficult right now. And but the good news is that despite all that employment is still, is still very low. Jobs are plentiful. Wages are picking up. So that's good news there given that, given the increase in prices. 
Yeah, I got to tell you, I live in the state of Washington where, you know, our governor, uh, who's actually running for president, made no bones about boosting the minimum wage. I mean, you know, those of us that are in small businesses, we got ahead of the curve and we jumped to a higher minimum wage right out of the gate. We didn't wait for the three year period. And so for for many people that are listening, the question really is, and you're on the pulse of this again, is where's the room? And what I mean by that is usually people look at room. They don't want to have the sense of it's too late for me to get in the game. So I want to ask you if you could just recap that. And then how can people get more information? You know, sometimes people look at something, right, Gene, and they say, oh, man, I'm way late. I'm way late to the party. I don't think I'm going to go. Right. But we need mm-hmm. to have an understanding. Are we way late to the party or is there room? No. And, and the answer is no. I mean, yes, we are in the longest bull market ever. So we've had a great time in the stock market the last 10 years. Yes, risks have increased. Um, but at the same time, though, stock market is a great investment opportunity. Just be, as I mentioned, average investment return is 9.3% per year since 1933. Yes, sometimes it can be volatile. Yes, sometimes stocks can go down, but long term, it's an upward trend. Case in point, and I don't have the exact access, but like something like the stock market has been up, I think something like um, 20 of the last 30 years, mm-hmm. and the average intra year loss is negative 14%, even in those positive years. So while stocks have been positive, you do see fluctuations. So what I would always stress is what's called dollar cost averaging is that do we know the stocks are going to go up today, mm-hmm. tomorrow, or the next day? don't know, but put a little money in every single day or every single week or every single month, a little bit, what what you can do to save. And, you know, you help to smooth out that volatility and you help to, you know, if prices go down, you have, you get to buy more shares, prices go up, your value goes up. Dollar cost averaging is definitely a great investment opportunity. Yeah. You know, I I, I want to take a minute and I want to ask you, um, people probably are picking up a large part of what we're saying. But if you're anything like me, you like to dig more. You like to dig in a little bit more for more detail. What is the best way for people to find out more about you, what you're doing, what the company's doing? Sure. Sure. The best thing is, you know, I feel like a millennial now, but Twitter is probably our best way to get information. Um, so we have a Twitter, I'm using, I'm learning terminology. So our Twitter handle is, um, is Cetera, C-E-T-E-R-A-I-M, like investment management. So Cetera, I-M. And we post it tweets, you know, a couple times a day. We just posted a tweet this morning talking about the price of gold. Do you realize that gold is that, you know, given the concerns about Iran and the U.S., global uncertainty, gold is back. It's at the highest level since May, uh, May of 2013. Yeah. We just posted it today. Yeah, yeah, I totally know. I mean, it's fascinating because those of us that are uh, a few years older, you know, we only bought gold for jewelry and other things like that. You know, we can come from that generation. Then, of course, other precious metals got introduced. Um, I want to ask you this question um, uh, uh, of how or your opinion, because, look, you are uh, a leading expert here, right? You know, you hold Series 7, 63 security registrations. I could go on about that. You know, are are there any concerns that you could think of right at the moment? Or maybe concerns, not the best word, Gene, but it's kind of like what folks should be made aware of. That's a better term. About about the the, the overall economy yeah. of the markets? Yeah. The concerns. Yeah, there's, you know, 
you can't, we, we obviously don't live in a vacuum. It's, there's some positives we can talk right. about, like, and, you know, again, unemployment is so low. Mm-hmm. There's some concerns that we have. So obviously the trade war, we want to get it resolved sooner rather than later, given the, the tariffs and the impact on the economy and the stock market. Europe is very concerning too. Europe, yeah. you know, you think data is slowing down here. Europe is pretty tough. Let me give you some examples. German business confidence felt its lowest level today since November of 2014. Yep. You look at German auto manufacturing has declined dramatically. German, you know, in the United States, our GDP in the first quarter was was around 3%. In, in Europe, it was, it was 1.6%. We talk about inflation. They have almost no inflation out there. And, and let me give you one example. This is, you know, Dr. Pat, this is something interesting. In the United States, the 10-year treasury yields about 2%. So that means if I borrowed you know, money from you, mm-hmm. you would charge me 2%. You would charge me 2%, okay? Yeah. In Germany, though, the same 10-year German treasury um, has a negative 0.3 um, interest rate. So that means if I want to borrow money from you from 10 years in Germany, you're going to have to pay me money to borrow from you. Because you're so concerned about the future economy. This is what worries us. This is what keeps us up at night. Yeah. And, you know, you're absolutely right. I mean, I, I one of my uh, top programmers who designed our technology for the network um, is mm-hmm. in Germany. And it's hard when you're so far removed to really get a sense of where, you know, what the pulse is of what's going on with folks. Um, you know, today, it's a good day if we think about this. It's a good day if we're looking at you know, where we are with markets, where we are with investments, where we are with optimism. What's the most, I know you got to run. Last question, and please give out the website again. What are you most optimistic about? Sure. Three things. Number one, the trade war will be resolved very soon. We really believe that. There's multiple reasons why, given the effect on the stock markets, given the effect on the economy, plus the demographics in China are getting so bad, they're under pressure to resolve the trade war. Number two, the Fed. The Fed is on our side. The global central banks are on our side. The Fed will likely cut rates sometime this year. Yep. That makes our interest rate cost lower. And the third point, economic data is not that bad. It's still expansionary. While coming down, it's still expansionary. Awesome. Uh, one last thing, website. Thank you, Gene. And last thing, personal message. What do you want to leave us with? Listen, you know, markets are markets are a volatile time period, and markets move up and down. We've had a nice period of low volatility. Market volatility will pick up. Definitely, definitely stick to your long-term investment plans. You know, dollar cost average, and if you've done really well in the stock market, it's okay to take some profits out and go back to rebalance back to your yeah. original portfolio. It's okay. You know. I love that advice. Thank you so much, Gene. Thank you for all that you're doing. Very important information for all of us. Thank you. Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back. Celebrating 40 years of peace through music. Dr. Pat Basili is thrilled to be partnering with Dudley and Dean Evanson, co-founders of Soundings of the Planet music and video created for peace and healing. Immerse yourself in benefits of music for meditation, relaxation, and stress reduction. This peaceful and meditative form of music is available for free on all streaming services. Search Dean Evanson on Spotify, Pandora, Amazon, and iTunes, or visit soundings.com for more information.
Welcome, everybody. Welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. Look, this is a segment that I didn't believe back years ago when myself and my friends became advocates for so many people, so many people really caught under the wings of HIV, caught under the wings of AIDS. We did not know then what we know now. Today, we're about to share something with you that you probably don't know and perhaps may not even believe. Dr. Donna McCree is joining me here today as the Associate Director for Health Equity Division of HIV AIDS Prevention. And I don't know if all of you have been like me watching information on television now, but what you're about to hear is also a call for action, communication, acknowledgement, and care. Dr. McCree, thank you for joining us here today. I, I'm, I'm very clear that years ago in New York City, when we became advocates for so many people suffering with this disease, I didn't think we'd still be talking about it today. Am I naive? Oh, yes. But, but you know, and I was there as well, um, practicing pharmacists when the first cases were identified, you know, several decades ago. Yeah. But what we can say now that we could not say then is that we do have a once in a generation opportunity to end the HIV epidemic in America. And HIV testing is a, a key because it enables people to take control of their health. So that's important to get out today. You mentioned the call to action, and that is so critical. You're exactly right. It is a call to action. Uh, most people in the United States have never had an HIV test. That's um, right. And those, mm -hmm, and, and, those are the new data that we released on, on uh, HIV testing day, which was June 27th. And uh, less than 40% of people in the U.S. have ever been tested for HIV. And, you know, and, let me ask you a question about this, because that's a startling number. I really think it's because we don't know what you're about to say right now. I think it's because we're unaware. The only reason I'm aware of it is because I had HIV type symptoms in 2004, which, of course, it wasn't. It was uh, a, a, a different, <laughs> a different, very similar type of illness. But for me back then, you know, folks put us through the screening. This is really a different conversation. This is like, let's get aware. Let's know that the test is there and let's make sure we know what we're asking for. Isn't that correct? Some parts of that at yeah. least. Yeah. Yeah. Well, CDC recommends that everyone, everyone ages 13 to 64 be screened at least once in your lifetime, at least once. And if you have specific risk factors, you should be screened at least once a year. Mm -hmm. um, and why is that important? And this is why, let me say this. If you have a negative HIV test, that's a chance for you to be linked to some powerful prevention tools that we have. Powerful pre-exposure prophylaxis or PrEP. And that's a daily pill used to treat HIV that can be given to persons who are at risk to prevent acquisition of HIV. And if you happen to test positive, then that can be a catalyst for you um, to link you to care and treatment. And that can protect the person's life. They can live healthy. They can live healthy. And here's something people don't know. Many people don't know. How important getting linked to care, being treated, being on your meds, and get the, getting the virus un under control is. Not only to that person living healthy, but when taken as directed, HIV treatment reduces the amount of HIV in a person to very low levels. That's something we call viral suppression or having an undetectable viral load. 
And people with HIV who reach and they maintain viral suppression have effectively no risk of transmitting HIV to others through sex. And that's key. Oh, it's it's mm-hmm. so key. Uh, you know, I didn't know if you were going to talk about that, but I really want to stick with yeah. it for one second. We are talking mm-hmm. about care for ourselves and care for others. And the transmission mm-hmm. factor is the factor that we battled decades ago, right? Yeah. I know you remember yeah. this, yeah. Dr. McCree. Yeah. I know you do, mm-hmm. right? It Very was well. that factor. Mm-hmm. I want to ask you this question, and this is my level of awareness now. I mean, certainly back then it was with a different demographic. But now being personally affected by members in my family, members in my family, um, uh, you know, that are part of the African-American community. And one of the things I, I'm really not aware of, and I don't think that our community is aware of, is where the demographic is and what the challenge is to get that information in the hands cost effectively to the people that need it most. Have you all looked at that? And if so, what is your target population for the call to action today? Yes. Now, you talked about um, a sort of a snapshot of what's going on with HIV in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we do know that um, gay and bisexual men of all race ethnicities are the most affected. Mm-hmm. Um, when we talk then about racial and ethnic minority communities, we know that African-American and Latino communities are also disproportionately affected. We also know that persons who inject drugs are at risk and certainly um, members of the trans community as well. And so we direct our resources at the hardest hit areas and so that we can meet populations who are most disproportionately affected. And we are getting um, the information out to at-risk communities. That's the key, Mm -hmm. making sure that we reach those at-risk communities with effective prevention and treatment tools. So making an investment in those strategies that work and putting new public health resources on the ground to reach those areas and the geographic areas that are are disproportionately affected with effective prevention and treatment. That's how we can end the epidemic in in America. And coming back to the fact that testing, testing again, I want to keep going Mm -hmm. to that as being a call to action. That's powerful because that allows people to take control of of their health. Um, And I want to say, you know, we've made a lot of progress. You've talked about that for both of us who were around at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there's still so much work that we really do need to do. There's still some work we need to do. I've already talked about the most the tools that we have and the need to get those tools to at risk communities. And the time to act really is now. I want to give you uh, a website. Please, please. um, Listeners can use. It's called Get Tested dot cdc dot gov and i'm going to spell that out for you that's capital g e t capital t e s t e d dot cdc dot gov that website not only provides answers to frequently asked questions about hiv about risk but it also gives you uh, access to find free fast and confidential hiv testing near you all you have to do is type in your zip code and you'll get areas where free, fast, and confidential HIV testing is available. That's the call to action, getting more people to get out there and have a test. It's easy, and it's a gateway, and it's important, and it's a way to take control of our health. HIV is completely preventable, and we did not, we couldn't say that 
yeah. you know, decades ago. But we can say that now. And we have effective treatment for HIV. So people who have HIV are living healthy lives and they're living longer lives. But we can't do that. You can't do that unless you know your status. And the only way to do that is to get an HIV test. You know, I want to ask you this question because I know it's related and I know we have a really short period of time during these interviews. But one of the things that I've discovered about this, and I know you have too, doctor, is that we don't know what we don't know as a society, but more importantly, as an individual, we have stopped thinking in this day and age we live in. You know, that person I was just with, uh, you know, I didn't really practice safe sex. Uh, maybe Mm -hmm. I should get the test. We don't think that, but this is the new level of call to action that we're talking about now. It's not so much about what you and I experienced when we had this wave of information that was coming out. Isn't this more subtle and even a greater call to action, perhaps in some cases? I think it's a greater call because we do have the prevention and treatment tools available now. And, and the information is available now. We CDC even has a risk reduction tool available online. Individuals can type in um, information and factors about themselves and about um, different acts, and, and it will tell you your risk. And I think that's, that's important. That's the level of technology and information that's available that wasn't available, you know, several decades ago. And it also coupling that with the effective prevention and treatment tools we have now, of course we can. We, we have this once in a generation, again, opportunity to end the epidemic. But then we all have to go back to this. You talked about knowing a par- your partner's risk factors. That's important. Knowing your risk factors. That's important. Knowing your status. That's even more important. You have got to be tested all of them that's that's the call to action yeah and that's back, the call it is mm-hmm. the call and back in the day there was no test now there is and so now right. the there you is know, there is but now like for you and me it's getting the word out there and saying there is yes. so go to the website yes. right for those of you out there the website i'm going to say it like again and then we're going to say it later on throughout the uh throughout the shows uh you know yeah. it's very simple it's get tested dot cdc.gov g-o-v and when you go there there's a lot of information right for those of you out there a lot of information hiv viral hepatitis you know there's just a lot of information you all have put together um i I know we've got a few minutes left so i want to ask you this question right Mm. we're living in a different day and age now we are living in the day and age of testing and 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 prevention at many many levels what is your greatest concern, knowing what you know, but also what is your greatest point of optimism? Well, my greatest concern is that the data that we just released shows that there's an urgent need to scale up testing mm. and that less than 40 percent of people have ever been tested. That's a concern. My optimism is about all of the effective prevention treatment tools that we have available. We have an arsenal of weapons to fight and combat HIV that we've never had. And we've got a new investment in public health resources. We've got partnerships. We've got um, local and community partnerships. We also have novel ways for testing. We have an investment. We have a a federal plan to end the HIV epidemic. All of those things give me optimism to say, we can, we can, we can end the HIV epidemic in America, but we can't do that unless people engage in a very powerful practice, and that is getting an HIV test. Gettested.cdc.gov.
Well, do it now. I, I want to thank you, Dr. McCree, because I got to tell you, I'm very, very clear that, you know, back in the day when we were part of this, I don't think any of us mm-hmm. thought we'd be on, on the cornerstone of this kind of testing. Yeah. So I want to thank you, your community for getting the word out and all the people that have worked so hard over the decades to make the idea of testing a reality, because that's what we're talking yeah. about, a new federal initiative, CDC's role. Yeah. Priority, availability, and action. Last question. Personal message, Dr. McCree. What do you want to leave us with today? Personal message. HIV is completely preventable. But you can't understand how to prevent it unless you know the facts and unless you get tested. That is what the call to action is today. And I'm asking everyone, as you've already said, gettested.cdc.gov. Do it today. Yeah. I tell you what, everybody, yeah, almost like run, don't walk. Thank you so much. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.